0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the One Talk podcast. You're here with your host, um, Ryan and Gowdy. Today, we've got an interesting guest, and a very good guest, I believe, from all the information I've heard, Jamie Brady. Hey, guys.
1: Hey, How Jamie. Are you? Hey, bro.
0: How are you, Jamie? Yeah,
1: good, mate. That's hey, thanks good. Thanks
0: for having me on. No, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming, bro. Um, I guess to start off, um, just give us a little bit of a background of who you are to start off with, and then we'll deep dive into the rest of it.
1: Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm Jamie, um, I'm a youth worker, Uh, that's how i come across Ryan, um, a youth worker in Nambour, um, on the Sunshine Coast, um, yeah, you know, been in the human services field for the past four years. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Nice, bro. How, how how have you liked helping people? Yeah,
1: it's been great, hey, it's, um... Not what I expected I would be doing with my life um, when I was younger, but now that I'm in it, I I wouldn't be doing anything else. I really enjoy it. It's very rewarding. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very rewarding Mm -hmm. job, eh?
0: Just being able to help others and then seeing what the results are from that, too, eh? Yeah, absolutely. That's the best thing about it. Um, So we'd like to get a bit of a deep dive of your life, from who you were as a kid to your teenage years to getting into an adult to where you are now and what your goals are. So, let's just start off with, where are you from? Where are you born?
1: I'm um, born in Bundaberg, Queensland. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bundaberg rum. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> red rum is my favorite one. <laughs> I can't, can't drink the other one, yeah, but yeah. the red one, I can. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, born in Bundaberg. Um, lived there until I was 17. Yeah. Um, born into a single-parent family, um, my mom and um, brother and sister. Who I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. Look, went to a Christian school um, for my primary school and then um, to a state school for high school. And then, um, yeah, took off as soon as I finished grade 12 um, and moved to the Gold Coast. Yeah. How did you find school? Yeah, look, it was primary school was was um, was okay. We were very poor when I was young. Yeah, um, we sort of lived in like housing commission, and my mum cleaned houses for a living. Um, didn't have a car. Mum didn't have a license. Yeah, but somehow she scraped enough money together to put us into a private school. Um, so the school was good, um, but I always felt that I never really fit in with the kids there. I was, you know, always a bit of an outcast because. Yeah. We didn't have what all the other private school kids had. Yeah. But the school itself was good. Um, primary school was great, um, and then high school, the the Christian school, did primary school and secondary school um, in this on the same campus. When high school came around, the school let in all these like kids that had been at state schools. Yeah. Um, and sort of, I guess. You know widened their reach to the local community to sort to try and grow the high school so all these kids from other places came into the school and i'm like far out this is amazing these yeah. kids are, are naughty they're yeah. like swearing and like yeah. you know fighting and doing all this stuff and you know yeah i'd never experienced that being at the christian prime as a primary school yeah um and then yeah sort of things changed for me from there you know like Got kicked out of school um, in the first term, like expelled in the first term of grade eight after doing all my, you know, primary school at the school.
0: Was that just from mixing with these new groups? Just
1: mixing from, yeah, Mm. mixing with the new crowd, man. And they all took an an interest in me for some reason, you know, and I thought, oh, this is is sweet. Um, Yeah, and then, you know, kicked out straight away. Everyone was freaking out. The school was freaking out because we'd been there for so long. Yeah. All the teachers knew me and then suddenly I'm lighting fires and... You know, kissing girls behind the (laughs) shed, going away, and it's what's going on? And yeah, that was sort of the start of um, the start of you know, yeah, going off off the rails. I guess, I guess you
0: could say. Did you have like a moment of um, like realization from, I don't know, I guess I can't think of the right word, but I should say innocence per se, to where you started mixing with another crowd. Did you know it was transitioning, or you just caught up in the moment? Because when you start mixing with new groups of people. Like you don't really realise that you're doing the wrong thing because it's just quite normal. Yeah,
1: look, yeah, yeah I, I know what you're saying, man. I think um, I, it was definitely year eight, like, yeah. um, you know, at the at the high school. Um, that was a defining moment yeah. that I that I felt my innocence has been, yeah, has been taken to a to a degree. You know, although yeah. I didn't, um, I wasn't super bad then. I just knew that something had changed. I'd fallen in love with the. You know with the rebels and with the outcasts and i'd always been because of you know growing up with a single parent family and you know always fighting with my brother and having no money and like my dad you know was not a good influence on us um even though he wasn't around like you know that puts a a lot of pressure on yeah yeah on on a young fella you know so i was already like on the on the outskirts of you know my little world yeah. I guess when I was younger and then grade eight just solidified it it was like yeah. I love this man I love yeah. I love the outcasts I love running a mark I love getting in trouble this is fun yeah and that's that's when my innocence yeah got taken yeah, yeah.
0: So that's what it's like you know as a teenage boy like I remember with myself when you know, I was I wasn't quite, I was always a bit of like a bit of a reckless child. Yeah. Like as soon as I got in high school, I started finding things like drugs and yeah. alcohol and women. And then my whole life just went, mm. just yeah, snapped it away.
1: It happen, happened overnight. Yeah, sometimes. definitely, yeah. yeah. Like once
0: yeah. you find out that something's fun, <laughs> you <Yeah, laughs> take off of it, especially uh, as a teenager.
2: I can relate too. And I, um, for me, for, like for myself, I think it was just, um, I, now that I've grown up, I don't blame anyone. But um, I feel like when you're at that age, you're really vulnerable. And um, if there were better guidance in my life, as in like if there was a, a stronger man to guide me when I was at that age, I would have done things differently. So I kind of understand what you mean because I feel the same, like it was like year eight when I started feeling like I was accepting behaviors that I, w- I would never have done when I was younger. Um, but it was just because it felt normal to be around people that accepted those type of behaviors. Um, and it took like way after school to realize that um, but now thinking about it like that like what you said and like because my parents always tried to do the best like you know to survive and everything but um yeah they just think I think they didn't give the right guidance and like I just got caught up with the same you know got caught up with like kids that were probably in the same boat as me like they didn't have the guidance as well yeah. so. And like,
0: yeah, because yeah, from my experience, I want to ask you from your perspective, like, because I grew up in a single household as well with just my mother. And without the gardens of a man in your life, was there a lot of conflict with your mom? Because I knew with me, like, there's always conflict with my mother. And that was kind of what pushed me to the other side of life of being more, say, what, naughty or doing the wrong thing.
1: Yeah, or conflict did it make, yeah, make it closer? Yeah, or the make closer? absolutely. My whole life there yeah. was conflict between me and mum. Yeah. I was I'm the oldest, yeah, um, and Likewise, I'm a male, yeah. so we're, you know I'm, I think males we're born with this um, mm. desire to want to lead and mm. to protect. It's it's in us from a child, so Definitely. from when I was young. I felt that I needed to lead our family because I s- somehow knew it was broken, yeah. Yeah. and I felt that I needed to protect my mum because mm. I felt she was vulnerable. Yeah. So, I had those characteristics. Couple that with my mum's um, anxiety yeah. and, and history of she's like history of abuse and history of broken relationships. Yeah. She would rely a lot on me to um, vent her problems yeah. too um to keep things in check. So we had this relationship that was it was more of a more of a marriage type scenario than a than a mother son. Like yeah. She was a mum to my brother and sister. But to me I was her sounding board yeah. and and she was mine and we were you know, we were just yeah. in it. So I was very as a as a young fella um, I don't know what it was. I was never diagnosed as a kid with ADHD or anything like that. There was less um, knowledge around those things than there is today. But yeah. back then, I was very, you know, crazy and yeah. very violent. And, I, you know, my dad was a, was a drug user when mum felt pregnant with me. Yeah. So anything could have happened to 100%, make yeah. it the way it was. But I was, I was, yeah very violent towards mum very angry very a lot of conflict mm. like and we're just yeah. like codependent on each other yeah. you mm. know and that um yeah that that you know can that i guess made a lot of um my choices um you know that that influenced a lot of my choices at school yeah, yeah. That sort
0: yeah. of thing you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah 100% cuz it is a tough situation, you know, like growing up and then like without having that guidance in your life and then you feel like – because I was similar with my mother as well and um, like you feel like you're giving gardens while you're trying to find gardens. I feel like that's hard, especially for me. Um, yeah, so what, what was the next stage? Like so you went through school. Um, what was going on around that time when you got it, kicked out? Yeah,
1: got, yeah. so I got, got expelled from the school in grade 8 um, along with um, – all my mates that had just come to the school as well, they all got kicked out of their new school in the first term as well. Yeah. We all went to a state school and as a private school kid, that's always like this mysterious um, place to be. It's mm, like, yeah. what would a state school be like? You know, yeah. it's this big yeah. mystery. And I had the other boys that I was hanging out with were from a state primary school. So they would—they, you know—they were fine to go to a state high school after being expelled. Me, I was yeah. like, I just wanted to go to a state school. So ended up going to the biggest school in Bundy, the state school that had a pretty hectic reputation for violence, fights, drug use, all that stuff that state schools have. Um, Went there, sort of, you know, wasn't um, super well-known to start with, Um, sort of slipped in, you know, quite easily, found a group of friends that, you you know, were were pretty cool. Um, Finished off grade eight. And then, um, yeah, into into year nine, and that's probably when you know things started to get a little bit more hectic for mm-hmm. me, like yeah. year nine and ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I um, I I ride BMX. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I got into it because we never had a car, and we were always riding our bikes. Yeah. So it was just a you know friends like hobby, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. that's yeah. right, and just yeah. like a natural progression, hundred percent, yeah. So 100%. I started going to the skate park and getting right into BMX, at like about grade nine, yeah, man, and um, and then I developed a bit of a reputation back, back. You know, I'm twenty, I'm twenty seven, yeah. So back, you know, ten. 12 years ago the skate park scene was um, it was very it was very big in Bundy like a lot of people rode BMX so I started to ride and mm. get known in that scene and then that you know tr- transitioned to school and more people started to know me at the yeah. high school and like oh you're at the skate park and there was like stigma about the bowl yeah. riders and getting you know called bowl rat and like mm. you know this this stigma so I started to get more well known you know around the campus sort of yeah year 9 year 10 and then
0: yeah yeah, do you feel like that stuff kind of fueled anger within you, or um, do you reckon it was just more like you shrugged it off, like than Bovia? Yeah,
1: no, it was it was exciting. It was yeah. like, It was more like it was exciting because I um, you know, I'd always been sheltered. Like we we're raised in a church. Yeah. Um, like Mum was a Christian when we were kids, <laughs> so although we, you know, we were, we were poor and we we're f- sort of from the ghetto, we always had like. These structures around us, mm. like the church and then the private school, and Mum instilled like very good values and morals into us, so I was yeah. quite protected as a as a young fella. So when I started going to the skate park in high school, and I'm now in a in a um, state state school, and like and I'm meeting these people, and people think I'm cool, and yeah. the girls think I'm attractive, and all this stuff is going mm. on. I thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah. I just I just ate it like it was a. Chop- Sunday. I was like, "This is <laughs> yeah. this is the best," you know. Mm. It's like what I'd been cut off from the world for so long. Although I personally had those very challenging behaviours yeah. as a kid, I wasn't ever exposed to, you know, the footy boys or, or yeah. to girls mm. or to any of that sort yeah. of stuff. You know, it was it, so I just I just it it captivated me that there was this life. Yeah. Available. Yeah. And that I could make a name for myself. Felt new, yeah. right? uh, yeah. New and new, exciting. Exciting, yeah. Yeah. No doubt, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: yeah. Um, if you can think back, um, what were you kind of feeling? What, like, in at that time, probably year ten. Let's just give an example. What were you feeling about yourself and your life? Like, what, what were you, what did you have in your um, head of the future?
1: Um, look, I just wanted to be the most popular. In, yeah, I, I, I felt, I felt good. I yeah. felt. Um, I guess I felt, in a way, accepted. Insecure. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, but, I, but yeah. also, I felt like, I felt like I was famous. So, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we we'll get to like, yeah. But around that year ten area because yeah people started to know me like yeah yeah and it's very cool in the moment yeah that's right and i was just caught up man all i cared about was was right now yeah yeah i I just felt i I think i felt like euphoric you know yeah this is cool like these like this people at school are starting to know me like it's addictive yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah, and and that's where everything sort of fell apart you know yeah Um, yeah
0: is that did you um like we go into parties, drinking and stuff yeah. like that around that time yeah. yeah so
1: it was so like yeah like the end of grade 9 yeah when you know I started make more friends at the park and all the rest of it um and then I had all these mates at the skate park this is probably the start of grade 10 around that time I had I met all the boys at the skate park who had you know they were the, they were the crew they yeah. and, um they were a little bit older um they were from different schools and all around town um got very friendly with them and they they like in in Bundy the skate park the skate park boys were like the, the coolest right? yeah like everyone wanted to be in with the skate park boys whether you whether you rode or not yeah you, you wanted to fit in with that crew and I yeah. slotted in yeah. and we moved to this house like me and my family moved to this house that was about 50 metres up the road from the skate park and then that's when everything started started kicking off like yeah. with the parties and stuff so a lot of the boys there was probably like 10 fellows at the skate park like a solid crew that I was now solid with like we were, we were yeah. tight as and then most of them were from broken families and my mum being a loving Christian woman wanting to you know help yeah. everyone let a few of these boys move into the house yeah. and live there because they had nowhere else to go and all we wanted to do was go to the skate park and this was right around the corner. Yeah. So they were like, sweet, we'll come stay at your house, we'll ride every day. Man, as soon as we moved into that house, it was just, that was, that was the beginning of the end. Like, you know, that's, we would, I started skipping school. Everyone started skipping school. We we're just at the skate park every day. Yeah. That's where I, was, for, around that time, I started smoking ciggies for the first time. Always said I'd never do it. Yeah. Ciggies. Mm-hmm. And then we got introduced to the alcohol. My like my, my um, good mate, he was already he was a couple of years old. Then yeah. he, he was smoking pot and drinking. Yeah. He gave me my first drink. Um, I was just like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I was hyperactive yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. Um, and he gave me my first cone. You know. Um, yeah. And then it and then it was just it was just hectic. We all started we all started partying. The whole skate park crew started partying heavily. And then it and then it transitioned from the skate park to my mum's house, and look, I can't really remember a whole lot of it, but yeah. within a three or four month period, I I dead set like you know no word of a lie I had about ten young fellas living in my house in my mum's house. We had mattresses everywhere, yeah. And that and that house was the party house of Bundy. So there was crew rocking up like all the footy boys would be rocking up on the weekend to come and. You yeah. Know, get on it and, um, and we're just partying non-stop I don't even know how it happened or how it got to that point Yeah. but it was just every every weekend that everyone was partying up after school people were, were drinking I was I was drinking smoking you name it we are all doing it from this house and my brother and sister I don't even remember what they were up to man but they were there in that room yeah. somewhere my mum was sort of floating about but we were all just this house turned into the the craziest in Bundy for this for this short period of time. This was like, yeah, grade. This was the end of grade ten, yeah, going into grade eleven. Um, it was just unreal. Like every every weekend, bro, cars rocking up at my house. Yeah, yeah, just it was it was it was next level. We you know got raided a few times. Um, mm. My mates knocked my neighbour out. Yeah, um, for you know just getting amongst it. Those fellas rocking. Up. Just it was just it was just. Mm would have been a, a lot happening, name. No. Yeah, it was just yeah. crazy. It would have been and, a lot happening. It, it was just full on, man. And uh,
0: it, always something going on. Yeah, yeah, and I was just
1: loving it. I was loving it because, you know, like I say, going yeah. from this little Christian kid to now. I've got, like, and I'm one of the biggest names, like Jamie Brady is one of the biggest names yeah. in Bundaberg yeah. because of my house, because of the people I know. We're, we're yeah. rocking up at parties, bro, bashing the dads that are on the gate looking after it. We're, yeah. we're like, we're, you know... At every, everywhere, every time the skate park crew and my, and it was called 8 Hunter Street. That was the, that was the, the house yeah. and the street we lived on. Everyone knew 8 Hunter Street in the town, man. And it was just, mm. it was chaotic. It was mm. absolute chaos, you know? Yeah. And that, and that just happened so quick. Like in a blink of an eye, I just, one day I was riding my bike, next day on this raven, the alcoholic man yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and drug user and, and party Party goer and, and everyone knows me, and I'm getting in
2: all this trouble and overnight, yeah. you know. Yeah, overnight, it does. Yeah, that is crazy, bro. Yeah, it's, it's good to like hear and on it, like you're on a story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Just saying it like that because it, yeah, that's crazy. Um, how did you start feeling like when time went on? Yeah. Um, as you like, because I'm sure, like you know, because like when when we're stuck in tight ty- like those type of um you know, periods in our life, yeah. we don't really know like should we should stop, but That's like right. you do start having thoughts mm, yeah. like what's going on in my life because like everything just feels different. Even yeah. though it feels so good, yeah. sometimes you're still like it's it's pretty hectic. Yeah. Um yeah. how how did you like start feeling to like come towards those um that reality to like check yeah. in check in with yourself?
0: Like at the end of those six could you say it was like a six month period. Like, at the end of those six months, how does it all start coming to you?
2: Um, so,
1: I, in amongst that, I met this girl who was, um, you know, the first, my first ever girlfriend. I was totally in love with her. I didn't, well, I thought it was like, a, it was like, you know, that teenage thing. Mm, Yeah. Like, you know, I, and I just, I didn't know how to have a relationship at all. And, um, yeah. I, and, and you know, relationship- struggle started coming up, with, mm. you know, I'd get jealous, or she would mm. do this, and then, and then I would drink to make it stop, make it stop yeah. in my head, because I'm a very sensitive yeah. guy, yeah, um, <clears throat> so that, rela- that, it was basically that, re- that relationship got so bad, that I, it took me ages to wake up, for, so that six month period happened, right, we, we got kicked out of that house, um, yeah, like, evicted out of it because the police were always there and all the rest of it we moved to another house but i was still like i was still in this relationship with this with this chick and that really messed me up um i started to then like a few of the boys um started getting on the ice like the ice got introduced Mm, um to to our group of friends yeah when we moved out the original crew that I was kicking it with from the skate park, they all moved out of the house as well, obviously dispersed. I started hanging out with these more hectic guys. And because of the relationship I was in, I just, I just wanted to, you know, self-destruct basically. Yeah, yeah. I was just had a one way ticket to yeah. just destroy everything. And I'd already got the reputation. I, I had all the connections now. Yeah. I could basically do whatever I wanted. Um. So, because of the relationship is what I'm getting at. Because of that relationship, it's it has taken me... It took me a long time to have that switch flick on in my head yeah. to say, I need to get out of this situation. Yeah. I need to stop what I'm doing. It's not good. I just want to kill myself. So yeah. I was like, when we moved out of the house, that was probably the... That was just like the... That was like the springboard, mm-hmm. that house, into like a whole other chapter where, yeah, we moved out... But I was now hung up with this other crew. Um, me and my girlfriend were fighting.
0: Did you still live with your mum at this time after that? Yeah, six yeah, months? we yeah. moved out. Yep, mum yeah. got another place. Okay. I was never home. Yeah.
1: Um, but but I was at at mum's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and, and the whole family is traumatised from the last joint. Like, yeah, my brother and sister were just like scared, and my mum just like freaked out because she was, you know, yeah, doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. you know, for my mates and all the rest of it. Um, but I'd I'd got in you know, involved with this other crew through that house. Um, and me and my girlfriend are just fighting all the time and I couldn't I couldn't manage a relationship, you know? Yeah. Very hard yeah. for, for males from single parent families mm, to honest. manage relationships. It's very yeah. difficult. And 100%. I couldn't do it. Um so I just self I just went crazy then. Mm. Started hitting the ice flat out. Yeah. Um we were I was hanging out with like I won't say that, you know hanging out yeah. with the gang in Bundy, um, doing a lot of bad stuff, man. Like then, yeah, started getting in trouble with the law, got arrested a few times. Um, look, yeah, heaps of trouble for for driving, for fighting, yeah, um, all sorts of yeah. all sorts of craziness. And then that that continued until I was um, I was. 17 so that till sort of like grade 12 like i was in this toxic relationship with this chick and then you know yeah school i dropped out of school in year 11 and then went back and that was all a mess it's not really important but then we broke up and we called it it was like it was just too hectic i was i was like i was just a mess you know yeah um we broke up i for for six months after we broke up i went probably as hard as i could on Everything you could think of, and you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. like staying up, like benders for ages, drinking as much as I could, mm. whatever. And then one day, I just woke up on my mum's floor. I used to live on this mattress on my mum's floor, um, and I'd drink every day, and I would, and I was overweight. Um, I was I was violent. I was a mess. I was just chaotic, you know. Like I don't know. I woke up and I just said, Mum, I I can't do this anymore. Mm i'm gonna i'm gonna end up dead and she she said i oh, know how and
0: old she, were you at this time i was 17. 17 yeah yeah
1: so just finished grade 12. um
2: that's heavy for a 17 year old yeah it was mm. crazy yeah, yeah and yeah. the things
1: i'd seen yeah. before that like i'm talking like yeah drug dealers with guns yeah. and like this was like after we moved out of that house mm. and you know me and this chick just broken up this was just hectic you know? yeah um i just woke up one day and i said look Mum, i um I can't, I can't be here anymore. I can't be in Bundy anymore. I've got to, I've got to go. You know. And she thought I was, she didn't think I was serious. Um, she wanted me to go. Yeah. Um. And then look, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I always I like the reason for the switch. What I'm getting to, the re, you know when yeah. my, what propelled me to change, the the only thing I can bring it down to is is the the faith, and the values that were installed in me. As a young kid, yeah, um, and I knew wrong from right my yeah. whole life. So all the time this was going on, while I was eating it, I was eating it up. I knew what I was doing was yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't explain why. None of my mates had the same wrestle inside yeah. of them. They, yeah, they were happy to just go and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just knew that everything I was doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. And one day I just gave into that con- that conviction. You know, I just yeah. woke up. I was I was. I was, I was fried out, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'd, I'd been with heaps of, heaps of girls, I've been in heaps of fights, with heaps of, just heaps of chaos, you know. Yeah. And I just woke up, I said, Mum, it's time, I've got to go. I've got an item made on the Gold Coast, an older fellow that I knew, thankfully, a Christian guy from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, I've got to go, um, I'm going to end up dead or, or in jail, you know, um, and then, I don't know, bro. I, the next day, dead set, I packed my bag up, hopped on the train, mm. moved to the Gold Coast and never went home. Yeah. Ever again. Like, never moved back again. Yeah. Which,
0: yeah. 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 It feels like for that whole time, you are just, you knew it was ready to put a cap on it. You are just waiting for yeah, the time. Just just to be waiting right. yeah. 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 And
1: it yeah. was, yeah, it took ages because there's just so much going on, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Plus, in that moment, like, when you're doing that type of stuff in life, just goes so quick oh absolutely yeah, it's like yeah. i can't
1: remember it now man it's like it's just like it's yeah you know, over in a minute it's just you get caught in the feeling 100 you know? yeah, yeah the you songs, do man yeah. you're caught up in the feeling yeah and, and you just just on with whatever's coming right? yeah exactly and, and,
0: you know time goes quick enough already but when you're having fun yeah it flies because <laughs> yeah. like That's it. Yeah. for myself i started taking drugs when i was 11 yeah. and i quit when i was 17 but those six years was just a blink of an eye yeah. Yeah. like it just gone yeah. like it just goes so quick when you're caught in the moment and um like I wanna ask you for your perspective on when you stopped taking the drugs and then you realise you wanted to move, how was it mentally just being able to overcome the battle of substances? Because I knew for myself it was probably the biggest challenge I've faced in my life. Mm. So how was that for you?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, look it was um I didn't stop straight away. I moved yeah. to Goldie and then I I would I would come back like I never moved back to Bundy, like I said, but I'd come I'd come back to Bundy you know, as often as I could, because all my mates were there. Um, yeah. I didn't want to cut myself off from that life completely. I, like, yeah. You know, I was still only 17, yeah. 18. I wasn't at that stage developmentally. Yeah. That yeah. I could make those really wise choices. I was still half in the life, half out. Yeah. So I'd still, I still used, I still would go back to Bundy every second, third weekend to see all the boys, go out, get on it, get fried. You know, all that sort of thing. So. It took a, it took a while to um,
2: detach from to, it. All. Yeah, to yeah, detach yeah. from it. But yeah. I, look,
1: I will say I was never I was never a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. I, I used I used, smoked ice recreationally. I smoked yeah, quite yeah. recreationally. My thing was the alcohol. Yeah, uh, it, it was like a it was like a I had a hook in me, man. Mm. Like that was, yeah. was my poison, you know. So I I didn't quit drinking for ages either. Like yeah, and 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 um. I, I think it just, slow, it just, there wasn't a definitive moment really mm. where I th- said, all right, that's it. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm just not doing this. Like I, mm. it just, you know, I still would drink every now and then and the drugs weren't <laughs> that hard to stop. Yeah. Um, Cause I had this, like the last time I ever smoked ice, this is what stopped that was I had this real crazy, um, I was like a day old and had this out of body experience um, where I was sitting in a room, we were all fried and um, I freaked out. It felt like I left my body. My words were coming out of my mouth and, and yeah. it didn't feel like me talking. Yeah. I was sort of looking down at myself and I was like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. And that, for me, was enough that I never smoked, smoked pipes ever mm-hmm. again. I was about 19 and and that, you know, that that was like sweet. Just never touch drugs again because it yeah. scared me, man. Like mm. I, was, I was, my head was all funny for ages after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I was basically left, you know, just smoking ciggies, like, because I gave that up because of that experience, I, um, you know, the alcohol, you know, it was was alright, I sort of weaned off it and, you know, whatever. Um, And then I was just smoking ciggies that, you know, so it it wasn't, I was never, I was. don't have an addictive personality, it was always recreational, and then you take away the recreation and then the drug goes along with it, you know, so because my... All I did on the Goldie was work, like, yeah. I didn't have any recreation yeah. until I went back to see the boys, yeah. and, you know, like, it was fairly fairly mm. straightforward, and thankfully. The f- yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a thing yeah. with, um, like, just drinking um, alcohol, so yeah. normalised, they, yeah. like, so to normal. do it every yeah, single day, like, crack a beer oh, yeah. after work, like, it's just normal, like, it's just, yeah, it's just culture, really, but yeah. there's so many... Um, has so many um, detrimental things that can come with it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because
0: I've seen people close by in my life with alcohol on a daily basis and one day the normal, as soon as they crack open that drink, the abusive, and it's like that every night. It's just, it's crazy, man. And you know, like there needs to be more awareness on, like there is awareness like alcohol and drink too much excessively, but there needs to be more awareness out there of like control, I guess. Of how you yeah. use it and your limits. Yeah. Because hmm. it's dangerous.
2: Definitely being aware of, yeah. you know, how much you know you can take and, yeah. like, you know, your surroundings as well. Because, um, like, for myself as well, like, when I was younger, like, that was a little bit my my poison too, alcohol. Um, but as I've grown up, like, in the last two years, really, um, I've learned that how like how much I can drink or what drinks I should drink you know what I mean um so now I look at it like that like I just go out to the pub and have have some but back in the day I just because it was just so much fun drinking mm. you'd be with everyone every week and you just drink like and before you know it you've drank the whole weekend yeah like you know Monday's here already you're rusty mm. as for work or like for school and you spend so much yeah money. You, and you you don't mm. You don't realize the next weekend comes. You do the same thing again. Yeah, you just pass two. You know what I mean? Like time just keeps going. But like it took so long for me to realize like alcohol. You know, it's not like it's not good for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) because like you just got like you know like what you said. It's the culture. Like yeah, everyone loves it. So it's like that's why you get caught up in it. um, Yeah, but yeah, like I think like you know alcohol. You know everything to a limit is good yeah. and alcohol for that is good if you if you can be aware to use it which like i try to do now um but yeah back in the day i didn't i just didn't have the mentality to know like when to stop or like you know yeah but yeah it's crazy alcohol is really addictive eh? yeah for sure <laughs> definitely yeah yeah
0: so when you move to gold coast is that you so you're going back and forth from bundy still doing you know substances every now and then the main thing was the drinking. Um, was that like a big time period? Was it to help cope with work, or was it just more of you relied on having that?
1: I look. I just, yeah. I I really didn't drink much on the Goldie, to be honest. That's why oh, I went there. Yeah. Um, I had no friends there. Um, like I said, it was it, 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 most most of what I was doing was for recreational reasons. And you know, before I left Bundy, just before was to kill myself really to self-destruct over this chick and, yeah. but it was still recreational like all my mates were you know in the same boat fighting with their missus and all the rest of it so yeah. I went to, because on the Goldie I only had one mate and he's he was like 30 at the time and um I was and I had a job and that's all I had no influences around me no rec so I just I didn't drink really on the Goldie Um I, I would only drink when I was coming back to Bundy and yeah um, yeah
0: how long did you live on Gold Coast for
1: so I lived on the Goldie for about a year and a half yeah um and then I moved from the Goldie to the Sunshine Coast I was working as a butcher on the Gold Coast I got this my first ever job yeah um what the age sorry job. I was eight, I was 17 18. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And, I, and I couldn't get a job in Bundy because everyone knew I was just you know yeah scumbag so. just a small town so
2: around, kind small town like, everyone kind of knows everyone yeah yeah no doubt yeah, yeah.
1: um Worked, got a job at a butcher shop that was advertised as a deli, um, but he could. the fellow that owned the shop couldn't get any butchers to work there because he had such a bad rep, so he advertised as a deli, and I was like, sweet, I can work at a deli. Yeah. 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 It turned out to be a butcher shop. I I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, you know, started rolling risoles and doing kebabs. I yeah, thought man. Oh, this is all right, I can yeah. do this, you know, pay my way at, at the house I was living at, and yeah, for sure. keeps me clean, you, you know. know. Um, so I started. It's a yeah. strong
2: move. You did um, move into was, Gold, was Gold was Coast hardest. at that age too. Mm. Like it was a hardest.
1: Know. It was a hardest. I, like I say, I don't know where I got the motivation yeah. from. Um, I was the only one that left. Yeah. Um. All, a lot of my mates that stayed. You know. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, end up in jail. Some of them. Mm. Some of them dead. Um, Do you reckon the
0: stuff, faith that was instilled. I yeah, think, from yeah, you I, yeah. can, I can't yeah. put it
1: down to anything else. I like it's the faith, and I think some people have. Greatness inside of them. Mm, yeah. Some people just are not content mm. with where they're at. Yeah. Um, I'm just now, you know, being, you know, like 27, going on 27, yeah. understanding what that is, like the vision that people have, the, um, like why I why I have it. Um, but mm. I, I, you know, in understanding what I do now, I believe, yeah, I just had this. It's like faith yeah and 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 god in me but also also like my my character and my nature and the way that i've been created is to always want more and always want better for yourself absolutely Mm. so that it was just there it was yeah i can't explain it i didn't have to muster it up i didn't i didn't have to work on it i just knew all right i can't be here i have to i have to keep moving forward yeah i don't know what it was but that, yeah, it, 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 mixture of my faith, my values as a kid, yeah. And, this, and, yeah, and some and people have it. You can see it in people. Mm. It's like, it's it's a natural, like characteristic. This, yeah, this motivation yeah. for more. You know, mm. it's like you could you could see someone that's just lost. They could have everything and lose it all. Yeah. But then they will they will rebuild. Mm. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and they're yeah not sure. just Kind of stop. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I don't know. I just had that in me. So I just. It was, it was extremely difficult when yeah. I first moved to the Goldie. I was ringing my mum, crying. Yeah. I miss you. I want to come back. I can't handle it. I miss the boys. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I stayed there for a year and a half, worked at this at this butcher shop. Um, and then I found an apprenticeship. at a Like, they weren't going to give me an apprenticeship, and I didn't really want to do it there anyways. But I thought, I've, I've worked for a year and a half. I may as well look for somewhere that will give me an apprenticeship to, like, fast track it yeah. and get my trade in this thing. I, I know a bit about it. So, yeah. Found an apprenticeship at Noosa um, on the sunny coast and a lot of my a lot of like my mates, my original mates in Bundy had moved to the Sunshine Coast at oh, okay. this, this stage. Yeah. So I was talking with them and, and I found this job and I was like, Look, man, found somewhere to stay with, with the boys here and yeah. um and rung up this place at Noosa. They said, Sweet, we'd love to have you. You know, when can you start? I said, oh, I'll start tomorrow. Dead set, packed my bag, man, that day that I found out a suitcase got on the train come up to the sunny coast and started work like I had a place to stay and started work that next day yeah um, yeah and then I was on the sunny coast for about the same about a year and a a year and a bit working yeah. doing my apprenticeship up at Noosa um, I, I well yeah I did a, most of it at Noosa yeah. um, and then I was still see I was still like living with my mates we're still hitting it you know getting on the, getting on it on the weekends it's still yeah you know at this stage I hadn't had that dip out on the on the ice so we're still sort of mucking around with a bit of ice here and there and yeah. like um, I ended up losing my license for two years because I kept driving like unlicensed and stuff I was still running amok while I was here really ended up losing my license for two years or three years like lost it for nine months and then before that was over I got caught driving and lost it for two years. So I couldn't work anymore. Yeah. And then moved back to the Goldie at um like right so I lost my licence for three years and then I had that spaz out on the on the pipe. Yeah I had that mental freak out. So it was like all that sort of happened at the same time. My head was all messed up. Um I had no license so I had to quit my job, move back to my mate's house on the Goldie that I was originally at. Um, stayed there for a bit like for for about another year to um, yeah. really this time was to actually get my head clear from like yeah, from this freak out I had on the on the, on the the pipe yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't um, I couldn't work on the sunny coast without a license so he, I helped him start his own like, second hand business um, so this is the same fella in same Gold fella Coast the first time yeah, yeah just moved yeah. there and then back and then there again yeah. um, stayed there for a bit and then Look, we ended up having a big fight. I moved back to the Sunshine Coast again. Um, yes. Yeah. This was 2000 and the end of 2015. This happened. I moved back to the Sunny Coast, but this time. So
0: 21. Yeah, I've yeah.
1: been 21. Yep. Um, moved back. I was I was like, I was doing all right. Like this time, i I'd, you know, and the plan was to move back to the Sunny Coast, and I wanted to go to university to like be a youth worker or something I didn't know what I wanted to do but like I'd had time I'd had a lot you know this is I've had a lot of time being out of home you know this is like three, four years Mm. have gone by you know in between the the Goldie, Sunny Coast Mm. and I'd sort of like cleaned up a fair bit like towards this time I had a fight with my mate I'm doing pretty well and I thought you know what I'm asking the questions now about my faith Mm. Yeah, and I'm really questioning what I'm believe who i want to be all you know all this stuff i'm getting fed up with the life that i've been living and, yeah. and i'm really you know starting to question the big yeah. Things in mm. life. yeah
0: I, um, I just want to say you everything you've said now is only up to the age of 21 yeah like, that's yeah, a so lot. yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah
1: man. and i'm
0: yeah I, I just want to <laughs> yeah but i just wanted to note that for our listeners because i know there's a lot of people out there mm. young kids as you know with our work is, mm. A struggle, man, and to see the around is amazing. And just knowing, no matter what you're going through, there's always a point where you can get more forward. You can get your foot in other doors. You Mm. can excel in different situations. Just point your mind to it and believe it.
1: Absolutely, man, 100%. A few, I always say, a few, even Mm. one good decision. You make one good decision, Mm. that'll change whether it's whether it's starting a course, whether it's going for that job, whether it's Mm. moving moving to a different place, whether yeah. it's going to that church, whether yeah. it's one decision, one decision can change your whole life. Oh, and man. So you, you, yeah. the people you mm. meet in that decision, the, all's it ta- and, and, and it's, no one is too far gone. And this yeah. No, 100%. It yeah. you know, mm. was crazy. My life was crazy, man. It was like, yeah. And and like you say, I was only, tw- I was only 21. You know?
0: yeah. yeah, like I know what you mean. When you said that one decision, the reason I'm sitting where I am right now yep. in the job I'm at, where I am in my career is because um, three years ago, I was at the gym, dropped a plate, 20 kilo plate in my foot, shattered my whole, not in my whole foot, but I shattered a couple of toes. And I was in a big boot and I couldn't go to work. I just got a job doing insulation, And um, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do now? And I had this um, page called Mental Health Experience that I had where I would just post quotes and videos just to help people. But I didn't really know anything about mental health at the time. It was just me trying to help myself. It was kind of me just giving myself advice on a like page, really looking back on it. But um, when I broke, and I was in that moon boot, I had a lady reach out and she's like, Oh, um, I know you're in your moon boot. You're not at work. Do you want to just come and volunteer? I had this mental health residential housing. And I sat there and I was like, just feeling sorry for myself. Like, No, nah, I don't want to do it. And I sat there and I was like, No, nah, I'm doing it. Like, i got to just give this a crack, you know, see what happens. And then from there on, I got employed and then worked my way through. So it's just all that one decision one though. decision, man. 100%, one decision. Man. meet one person yeah. you know change your whole life and that's why I always believe in giving stuff a go like I, never, I don't I really believe in just like nah I don't want to do that I can't do that yeah like I really believe in give it a go if it works it works if it doesn't you learn from it Absolutely. yeah 100%. either way you're winning you know you're not you're not failing or losing out on anything by giving anything a go nice hmm
2: Always a lesson, never a loss. Yeah, Absolutely. it's always yeah. a lesson if it doesn't yeah. work
0: out because then you know what to expect in that field and you know what to expect, what comes with it and yeah. you know what you can bring to it and either way, like, don't live with what yeah. I reckon, you know? 100%.
2: And that's, it's a big move, like, once you start making decisions as well. Yeah. Because, like, like, yeah, this is, I, I can relate because, like, I feel like it got to a certain point where I started realizing, oh, the decisions I make are what's going to affect me yeah um i was just making decisions of like what i was feeling and like what i was going through in life mm. um but as i started to like realize oh um i can make decisions to change yeah uh, my, sc- my scenario or like my you know my habits or whatever mm. but just making those those decisions even like uh, things don't change like overnight like when i wanted to quit drugs it it didn't happen overnight because no. like no. I was just out every weekend fucking sending myself like, yeah and it just took so long for me to realize nah like my body's had enough like I've had enough it was just like I got to a point where I said to myself that's enough but saying that's enough wasn't enough it didn't make me stop going out and yeah I had to make decisions all right well I need to like not hang out with these people even mm. though like it sounds like selfish but I was like nah because when I'm with them I want to do drugs and yeah. like, or like drink or like you know or just like you know do things that aren't making me like move move ahead yeah um, so like what you said like that one decision you make like makes you realize that you're so much more powerful than you like imagine yeah like what you said about your faith like if you have faith in what you're trying to decide on it's most likely gonna go you know if it doesn't then mm. that's a lesson but like Having faith is like, I feel like like what you were saying before about like um, those morals your mom gave you. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mom was never like the best parent or anything, mm-hmm. but she installed those things in me that I kind of knew that even though when I like went through all that shit and like I wanted a suicide and I was a fucking, felt like I was an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever. In those times, I always felt like this is not me. Like mm. I, I can do something better than this. You know what I mean? Like, so I think keeping that in you always. And like, that's why I would just tell my young brother all the time, like how great he is. And like to, you know, just to remember you are great. Like, you know, whatever yeah. happens is just because, you know, your life, I guess like, cause like no one really like knows this is going to fuck my life up and I'm going to do it. Like so, you don't know. You, yeah. You're just going like what you said, like, About, you know, you're at that certain age where you want to experience other things that you've never experienced. And I felt like I was the same because, you know, from like when I was born to a certain age, I was dragged to church. And, you know, I I used to like read the Bible with my grandma and all that. But then it got to a certain age where I just went rebel, bro. I just wanted to experience everything that was frowned upon. Yeah, same. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it got to a point where I was just like, nah, surely, if, you know, mm-hmm. if you keep going, like, of things that are destroying you, you're just gonna deteriorate, like, slowly, but, yeah, so it's good to keep that faith, like, yeah, that's one mm-hmm. thing I, like, you know, love that you've said, like, have faith, like, you know, have faith in yourself, because, like what you said mm-hmm. as well, like, it's never too late. You can, yeah, like, yeah. make a decision, and then, like, try to veer, you know, veer your fucking lane, but, yeah, it's mad hearing that, like, you know, I think he's the first person yeah. that said faith. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you are. You're On the, the first body, person. Yeah, yeah. The thing
0: is, these one um, decisions in life, yeah. some of them can be baby steps, but the thing is, forward is still forward, mm. no matter how you look at it. Yeah. It's still forward. And I feel like you, you know, that's something important for everyone to know here, yeah. I reckon. So at this time, you're 21. And you're thinking about going to uni, That's trying to figure out what's the next steps in your life.
1: Yeah, just quit on the yeah. I just you know questioning everything. Um, I have this desire to um, be a youth worker or, or a counselor or something. Um, I think again from being raised in the church, yeah, you get taught to help people. Yeah. but bro, I was just a people person my whole yeah. life. you're yeah. Like in the party scene. That's people. Yeah, and, you yeah, percent You're sitting in a room full of full of drug addicts. What do you talk about, man? You talk yeah. about life. Yeah, Yeah, it looks yeah. Like and People and I was just good with people, and I love people. And I was just mm. you know because I went through that time in Bundy of being you know like famous yeah. but not famous. You know, it's yeah. like people. Yeah, and I just wanted to help people. And my mum always saw my mum helping people. And yeah, I thought, all right, how do I do this? I knew nothing about university. Yeah, um, but I knew I wanted to go. Yeah. No one in my family ever. Like, oh, my grandma, um my dad's mum, went to university. But other than that, man, like, we got we got no family, like, yeah. at yeah. all. Um, my mum, you know, cleaned houses. We did, I didn't know what university was and kicked out of school and all the rest of it. But yeah. jumped on, on University at the Sunshine Coast website and I'm like, looked at all the courses. Mm. And I found this one that said Human Services and I thought, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I figured out how to enrol and um, how to you do like a you know the QTac thing and there's all these processes you have to go through yeah um, and I did all that I've, I've come up to the sunny come back to the sunny coast with just a bag of clothes again like yeah I had no I still had no license like my license suspension still not up come back with a suitcase me and my mum found a unit um, she come up from Bundy met me on the sunny coast took me around to find some houses. Yeah. Found, it, found an amazing unit on like the, on the waterfront, man. That I could that I could afford from my savings from you know working on the gold in that. Enrolled in uni and um and look, I um at this exact at that same time because I'm having so much going going on in my head. I was like, I was come like I, I got to the sunny coast, like because I got here at the end of 2015 before uni was to commence in. Um, the start of 2016. Yeah, um, and I'm in my unit, anyways, and because I, 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 I just had a lot of time to think, and you know, and I just remember um, I I was questioning my faith very seriously. Mm. Mm. I you know I, I already had this desire to want to help people and to do the right thing, but then I had this other moral conflict going on in me that was. I keep doing the things that I don't want to do, mm, yeah. And I couldn't, and I couldn't live with that any longer. And for somehow, I just knew that the answer to that, the answer to stop that, like I'm doing the right things for the career and all the rest yeah. of it, yeah. But the inner conflict isn't going away, yeah. And I and I and I was like, all right, look, I'm by myself in this unit. I've got the uni set up. I need to get. I knew that it was to get right with God. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I just, I just knew that I was going against everything that I believed in. And look when I was a kid, this you know, I know it's not a faith podcast or whatever, but I'm being straight up, I had mm-hmm. some like crazy experiences mm-hmm. at youth camps and in church as a kid where I felt God touch my life and I prayed and I knew that he was real yeah. this whole mm-hmm. time. It wasn't just the story that Mama tell me. I knew that God was real the mm-hmm. whole, my whole yeah. life. I knew it. And I just wanted to and I knew it was time to make this conflict stop. Because yeah. I couldn't live with it anymore. Like, I was, you know, I was wrestling, man. Yeah. I, was, I was like, why do I yeah. feel like this? And I remember my mate, I remember vividly, the mate, my mate on the Goldie, he sent me this, this YouTube link of this dude. His name's Todd White. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian fella from America, yeah. um, older than me, big dreadlocks. Um, the dude was a, was a heroin addict for, or like a crack cocaine addict for yeah. 22 years went to rehab, found God in rehab, and his life got radically, radically changed by God. And I watched it and I was like, this is the first person I've ever heard preach that I can relate to. I could never relate to the guys in the church when I was a kid. I just couldn't, it was like, Mm. I just couldn't do it. Like, you, I just wanted to do everything, but I still love God, even though I didn't buy into the thing, the church thing. Mm. I listened to this guy's story, listened to what had happened to his life, and I, I was by myself... And I got down on my knees in front of the TV, and I just remember saying, "God, if I believe, I believe you're real. Mm. And if you hear me, can you please come and live in my life, live in my yeah. heart, like you have for Todd? Yeah. If you can do it for him, I know you can do it for me." And I said, "God, I will give you. I will give you everything. I'm ready to give this a go. I'm ready. I'll I'll surrender everything. Yeah. I'll." I'll Bro, That's powerful, bro. That it, was it, was it was crazy. It was so sh- yeah, yeah, he yeah. showed up that night. Um, that that day, he showed mm. up, man. I fe- I felt the presence of God. I felt him in my lounge room. He changed. He changed my heart, man. He, yeah. cha- he ch- I couldn't explain it, yeah. but something happened. The wrestle stopped. Yeah. yeah. This 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 conflict in my head, mm. it stopped. It, it's it, it it I I, I just, powerful. It was yeah. cra- and I didn't read the Bible. I didn't I didn't do a certain thing I believed. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, "Please God, help me." But I had to do it. He showed up, man. That was the craziest night. Yeah. I just knew. I just knew everything's going to be different and then I started to walk it out so I had this encounter with God and I felt different I could see different my yeah. mind was clear everything was different but then I had to make the choices like I just knew inside what the right thing to do was yeah. at the right time I knew yeah. what I had like there was no handbook that okay now I have to do these 10 things and yeah. this and yeah. to be a good person or what? I just knew inside yeah. alright the decisions to make and then and then I started uni everything was everything was going really well at uni like you know everything was everything was amazing and my relationship with God was growing stronger and stronger and I wasn't really going to a church or anything but I was I was reading stuff I was listening to things I was praying I was yeah. I was worshipping yeah. I was and I, and I was drawing close to him and I got more and more and more passionate and more fired up until I was just like I, I, I just I always felt inferior to Christians, right? Yeah. As a kid, I always felt that people looked down on our family. Yeah. And that they were always like like the preacher was always judging us, and the, and that like the youth group pastor was always looking at me different because yeah. I'm naughty or you know. Mm. But now I felt like I could I could sit in a room with these guys and 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 share the true yeah. the true gospel about who God is. Like I, I just my faith yeah. grew. Yeah, and that just that just wrecked my whole life, man. Uni became breeze like I i got through uni 3 year degree yeah you know easily and my faith was such a big part of me I ch- I ch- every I just I just switched yeah and yeah and I was like all I wanted was to was to do the right thing by God all I wanted was to have a relationship with him yeah. And more so, all I wanted to do was share what had happened to me because mm. I was different, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, like people could not. Pe- the boys that I was kicking yeah. it with, like I'd see them occasionally. They couldn't understand what had yeah. happened to me because yeah. I was I was the baddest. I was the most reckless. And mm. now, bro, my eyes are full of life. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm at university doing a degree. I'm I'm like my life has changed. And and my desire was to. Was to be in a relationship with yeah. God, so I learned about that. But then I started telling everyone, bro, yeah. you know, that I, everywhere I went, That yeah. like I was just like this this street preacher man. Like I was like everywhere at the at the supermarkets, so I was like talking to people about, bro, yeah, you, you know, you know that they that God's real. I it just, it just, yeah, it just he come and consume me. Yeah, it, you know, so that was like crazy. He it helped me all through university. Yeah. finished my degree, graduated. Um, that I graduated in 2018, no, six, six, two thousand and eighteen. End of two thousand yeah, end of two thousand yeah, and eighteen. I nice. yes. Graduated. Yeah, nice. Um, I got the job at Community Solutions. Yeah. Um, I I, they, I did my placement like at Community Solutions, and um, yeah, got a job with with them. That's you know where. Yeah. Where, where, we are. <laughs> yes. <yeah, it's where laughs> well, we I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then got into this sort of work, man. Like, um the rest is the rest is um, i just yeah, love i just God's love sense. that
2: like yeah i just love how like you just yes. explain that that was so powerful yeah that, well, actually yeah, had that was yeah so I'm not yeah um, and yeah, it, it's crazy because like sometimes we see our lives as in like oh we've we just fucked up so much yeah like we did all these things wrong and like but in other ways like now that you're he- helping people, and now that I've met you, and like you know I'm yeah. getting to know you like from what you're telling me, you just seem like a genuine person, and like maybe all these things that happen where we go through hard times are meant to bring us to places like this where you know like your faithful God grew, and your belief your belief like it actually happened for you. you know what I mean like it mm. it it actually was reciprocated like. When you ask for ask for his guidance and his help, and I feel like that is true because I've been in stages where like when my life is really low, like and like I some days like I remember, fuck, I haven't prayed, and like when I'm really in need, I've never been judged. Like after I pray, I feel like okay, I can move on to whatever that's gonna you know whatever that's coming towards me today or tomorrow, but. I feel like that is true eh? when you really believe that you need that help and you know it'll never be rejected um and i'm I'm not sure um like if it's a God in ourselves that like you know once we tap into and we believe, they just guide us um but for sure that everything that you think that was a mistake in your life that you did without having a great purpose. Yeah maybe did happen for a reason for you to finally have that purpose. But, yeah, it's just crazy how you put that because, like, you know, it's... And it's think, yeah, it's yeah. powerful, bro. Like Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, a lot of people don't believe in God, but, um, you know, a lot of people are also... were also brought up mm. believing in God and then whatever happens in life and then, you know, some people fall back into it because they believe their faith or mm. they get to a certain point where they need... they need God. Do you know what I mean? And it's not, it's not embarrassing to need God because I, no, I think no, that's no. the strongest thing you could want, you know. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, but everyone like has their own religions but I do believe that, you know, what you said, you know, if you have your faith and you believe, you will be, you will be answered and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that's powerful story, bro, what you just said.
0: That story is like so genuine mm. and natural, like nothing's forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that's,
1: that's the, that's the thing bro, it's like I'm just, I'm just a genuine cat. Yeah. I've been around, man. Like yeah. I've seen, you know, I have no agenda. I have no church telling me what to do. I don't, mm. I don't, I didn't, you know, I don't feel like I have to um, be something to impress someone or someone's given me this mission that yeah. I have to go and do and I have to believe this. This is just what happened. to me, Yeah, that, that's was, the powerful I was, thing I feel yeah. Because um, like no
2: one gave you, you know, you know what know, I mean? Like yeah. you, you asked for it. And like, Absolutely. When, you, when you beg for something for... Your own, you know, because I, I believe that God or what, whoever, yeah. really believes that we can be the best of ourselves. And yeah. when you really believe that in yourself and ask for it, I'm sure he'll he'll answer your prayers, you know. Yeah. Like, and you ask, so yeah, it's powerful, bro. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's, it's good, man. There's a there's a TV series called The Chosen, and they have this catchphrase that says, "All I know is I was one way." And now I'm different. Yeah, and that's all I know. I'm, I yeah. don't. I don't have it. I wasn't like I said. I wasn't at the church. I wasn't. all I know is I called on God, and I was, and I was, and I was pretty messed up mm. when I yeah, uh, and a head full of trauma from like when I was 15. Yeah, and He touched me, and He changed yeah. me, and now I'm different. And 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 I guess I've I've done a degree in human services. I've worked in mental health. I've worked mm. with youth. Now I've worked in disability. I, I, I've worked in drug and alcohol services and counselling. I know what's available, what the world has available for people to try and change their life. Mm. Yeah. To try and um, stop this inner conflict that we all have. Yeah. This inner wrestle. These these inner mm. insecurities. These. I know what the world offers. I know what mankind has to offer. Yeah, like like I, I you know, I'm, nothing can yeah. change a heart mm-hmm. and a life like God can. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's that's why I believe what I believe. That's why I preach what I preach because I've experienced it firsthand. And I, and I'm well informed. I'm I'm informed. You know, through work. I, yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. what, I don't know everything, but I know enough. Yeah. yeah? And um, it's just genuine man yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: well and all that thing was about one decision as well you made my a deci- decision, decision to, man, to call like, for his help yeah I'm, just, yeah I'm
1: just gonna I need this to stop I need the inner conflict to stop I yeah know, and, I, and I just know I know that it's that it's I know that it's it requires me to, to give my life yeah to God yeah and say no longer am I going to be half-hearted like, no longer am I going to go out on the weekend and get smashed and then on Monday when I'm cooked and my brain's all funny, mm. pray and ask God to help me. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then I go about my weekend and then I feel good. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, and then it messes up again. God, can you please help me? Help me get yeah. me out of this. That's to me, that was lukewarm and that was my whole life. It yeah. Like, I've like, fire, I've smoked too much ice. God, please help me. Help me. Yeah. I mm. get better. Sweet. I'm going to do my thing again my whole mm. life it was like that and I'm like I can't do that anymore I want to see what it's like yeah. for Jamie Brady to be 100% sold out yeah. to God yeah. and see where I end up and he touched me things yeah, yeah. now we're here man now, now we're, we're here yeah. you know now I've, now we're here and um, you know I'd, I'd never look back and look mm. things haven't been easy bro like yeah. I don't know yeah. if we have time um, but things you know things weren't really good for for um Look, two thousand and sixteen until like was it like two thousand and nineteen? Thing like for a few years things were amazing, bro. I yeah. bought I bought my first house. Um, yeah. I met Josie, um, who's with us now you know, Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend, we you know, we met and I was like so so in love and everything was amazing. I, mm. I would just for for years I just was I was just in I was right with God. Yeah. I, my my whole flesh my whole soul my whole spirit was completely in line oh, yeah it was like for once in like homeostasis yeah you know, yeah like, and everything was amazing work was good man i'm like getting promoted like um to you know yeah run programs and th- like things were good and, and i'm like this is amazing i'm preaching about god everywhere i go and i'm and i'm you know phenomenal It was like yeah. the best it's like the best Thing i've ever experienced yeah. in my life was to was to f- it, it, and i still do to follow god you know i thought i could never have any problems now like, yeah this is yeah. this is amazing and then um and then look i um like two years ago coming up to two years ago now when i was at the peak of my um spiritual walk the peak of my life beautiful partner bought my first house you know everything's gone yeah. good work, everything's yeah. sweet um congrats yeah thanks bro that's yeah. a big achievement um, yeah no it was good um but josie and i we were out at dinner one night and is just take things you know yeah on a different sort of path but we were out at dinner and when we first met I, a lot of these old insecurities um started coming up from when i was younger yeah um i hadn't been with a girl for a very very long time mm. um when i I'd devoted myself to the lord for years yeah um a lot of things started coming up, and Josie, man, she's a you know amazing um, woman. She, I was her f- first boyfriend, um, you know, wonderful singer in the church, and just pure and holy and amazing. Yeah, a lot of that triggered a lot of stuff in me. Like, no even doubt. though yeah. I was no. like, I was doing the right thing, I was mm. on the path. Like, I, you know, I, I knew that I knew the Bible. I had the relationship with God, all going yeah. on. I was a good man. Like, morally, morally, I was, you know. I felt that I was right yeah. you know yeah where I was living um, a lot of stuff started coming up and then we were together for three months and I um, I don't know what I can really relate it to but we were out at dinner one night and um, we're sitting there eating and um, I felt I had like this panic attack thing where I felt the same feeling I yeah. felt after using that ice yeah. for the last time where I'm sitting there and then boom, I felt my soul leave my body I knew that the same disconnected feeling had just happened. Um, I like because of when I used the ice, uh, my head was all messed up for a bit. I researched and I realised it was it was called um, like disassociation, Mm, um, depersonalisation, derealisation. More, um, you know, to be more accurate. Um, So I was sitting, and I'd had these like over the years since then. I'd had these like weird like moments where i'd be walking around i'd be like hang on where am i who am i what's going on like nothing no crazy thoughts but my body would feel weird yeah Yeah. and i later and i real, and i learned that that was like due to like an anxiety thing yeah yeah anyways it had been good since i like got my life right with god man no mental stuff everything was sweet you know yeah i was sitting at dinner and i felt that feeling happen and i'm like oh you're kidding me didn't tell anyone about it. Like I knew how to manage it because I, you know, walked yeah. through it. Like, yeah. um, got up, went home. I thought this will just pass. I've had this feeling before. Um, you know, it's it's, it's going to go away. Yeah. It didn't go away. Um, I woke up the next day and I was like, I don't feel myself. Mm. I feel weird. I feel spaced out. Things don't seem real. Mm. I thought it's all right. I'll just. And you can feel out.
2: that when you're a person that trains to be aware. So yeah. Yeah. there's no doubt yeah. you you would have kind yeah. of like been like oh I'm going through something. Yeah. 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 So, well, I just
1: felt I just felt something in my head it just switched. I just yeah. it just yeah. switched. Every it was like what's going on? Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then it and then I thought look for the next few days I thought I'll just leave it like, yeah it, things will get all right. Things didn't get all right. They got really bad. Um, I decided to talk to Josie's mum who's um, an amazing woman who I trust. Yeah. Um with everything really um i decided to um speak with her about what i was experiencing yep. because i believed it was spiritual and um and we sort of prayed about it and stuff yeah and then look it just kept getting worse and worse and worse until um look i was like over four probably over a four week five week period i It was was so bad. It's it's disassociation essentially is like your fight or flight thing in your brain. There's there's freeze in the middle. Yeah. And if your brain is under so much trauma, Mm -hmm. um, whether it be from stress, which you know I was in a very stressful situation meeting Josie and my past and all the rest of it, sometimes induced by drugs, whatever it is, it's where your brain will perceive a threat. And it'll disconnect. It'll disconnect you from reality to keep yeah. you safe. So it's like it's a it's a normal coping mechanism, yeah. but it's designed to turn off after the trauma has been experienced. Yeah. So it's like, say you're in a car crash. Your mm. brain will go into fight, flight, or freeze. It's like deer mm. in the headlights, right? Yeah, it'll disconnect everything. It'll disconnect your whole yeah. function, mm. your emotions, your memory, mm. your everything, so that you can survive this. That's where you get the shock. That's mm. where you get the yeah. shock thing, right? Yeah. For most... And it's supposed to turn off. Yeah. But for but for me, like, it's, after the ice, that's what happened. I, mm. like, traumatized my brain. And for about six months, I was, like, a bit funny. Yeah. But I was still going to work, and I didn't talk to anyone about it. Yeah. I could deal with it. Like, I could manage. I just knew that my perception was off. But yeah. this yeah. time, man... It got so it was just ramped up times ten. It was just like Mm. it was the craziest thing ever. Like I lost I couldn't feel anything. I I got so anxious. It's like anxiety driven. So I couldn't leave I couldn't leave my house. Yeah. I couldn't um also I couldn't I couldn't eat. I couldn't um I couldn't sleep. Josie was coming over every day for like two or three months there feeding me Mm. um because I was just so tormented in my mind. Every morning I'd wake up and I knew something was wrong yeah. and I would start screaming and, and, and in absolute horror and terror um, with the things that I'm... It's, it's like nothing seems real. Like nothing, yeah. mm. nothing around you seems real. People, you can't connect to people. Yeah, people, like, people you love look like strangers. Yeah. Yeah. You can't feel your emotions. You, you're like... Yeah. Nothing gets you happy and nothing gets mm. you sad. You mm. feel like you're disconnected, uh, disconnected from yeah, reality. Disconnected yeah. like, But This yeah. was like something that I'd never experienced. It's like... It's like the craziest thing and yeah. that's changed every that changed everything so before that I was this passionate you know and I still am but I was I was I was one way because of my relationship with God this happened and I, yeah. I just lost it man I was like trying to kill myself a lot um, I was ringing up the hospital to admit myself um, I was. I didn't know what to do. I thought. I thought I was crazy. I thought I was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, I thought I was in a psychosis. I was researching like crazy to figure out what's going on with my brain. Yeah. Um, that and then that went on for like, for the well, for like the the start of like two thousand and was it two thousand and twenty? Yeah. For the start of two thousand and twenty, like the first like three months was when it was its most severe. Um, I, I just couldn't function. I was at, I was at Josie's house a lot. They were looking after me. Um, I couldn't like, you'd look into my eyes and there was nothing going on. I couldn't like hold a conversation. Really. I forgot like who I am, who my family was, um, yeah. Yeah. who Josie is. Like I, I, I've, I remember it but like, I remembered it academically but mm. there was no feeling attached yeah. to it yeah. Yeah. it's like I have an academic knowledge of everything yeah. but mm. inside I'm freaking out but then I knew that I was fine it's this it's this, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, if, if anyone listening is experiencing this stuff man I, mean, I feel like I've experienced that because eh? what I you're saying people, is like yeah.
2: making me feel my own emotions of what yeah. what I felt I felt mm. like what you, what you were saying like you feel disconnected and everything and like I just felt so self-destructive, eh? Like and I couldn't believe my partner. I couldn't believe anyone. Like yeah. like everything was just second guessed and I felt like I felt like it was just like constant intrusive thoughts just yeah. hitting yeah, yeah, in my yeah. head. Yeah. And like some days like it felt like I was faking emotion. Yeah. Like I was faking to be happy and faking to smile to people and like faking to enjoy conversations. But as soon as someone walked away my whole body would just like reject any good feeling yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. or any feeling really. Yeah. And that went for so long. And I, I really believe that it's like when I quit hard drugs, mm-hmm. like Yeah it started, um it actually got worse. And then yeah. it felt like slowly I started believing, believing in reality.
1: Yeah.
2: But it was for so long. Like I, I just didn't feel myself at all. Eh? Like yeah. I just felt so like, I can just ruin anything right now, yeah, but yeah, without cause, even trying, because yeah. like I was just not, not myself. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's crazy what yeah. you're saying. Because you
0: feel the effects wow. once you quit the drugs, you know. Yeah, yeah. like um, this is years. How long ago was this? 2016, I'd probably say it was. Like me and Gary, they kind of live with each other at the time, because mm. you know, we we're dating people in the same family, so he's over a lot. And um, I'm just talking about the same experience that, or somewhat familiar to you. Like Gowdy's one of the closest people in my life at the time. But I'd be locked in my bedroom, I like, couldn't move. Like, I couldn't even mm-hmm. come out and say hello to him. Like my partner at the time would come in the room saying, Gowdy is here, come and say hello to him, don't be rude. And I'm just sitting there just so trapped in my own head, yeah, yeah, just like yeah, yeah. I'm just in me I'm just in the room just frozen, shook. Yeah. Like, I can't even go say hello to my best mate. Yeah. Uh, and then i like, I'll get out there and I'm saying hello to him, but in the back of my head I'm just so detached. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like um like we've all our, our experience of, with that but how did you personally overcome
2: that um, situation it's life? good that first yeah. of all it's good that you've got great support oh, good missus support and family and stuff yeah. That that counts so much when you have like People mm. that care about you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like you sometimes you don't even know what to explain of what's going on in your head. Yeah. So it's good to have mm. like people that care about you yeah. for starters. Like that's the biggest thing, eh? Like, mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so I, I haven't got over it. Yeah. Um which yeah. which sucks. Um yeah. life still life's still hard. It's been yeah. coming up two years. Um Just I've got over ways the initial to cope. horror of it. Yeah. So like yeah. I think I was like borderline it, yeah, we won't go into all the, you know, science behind dissociation, yeah. association, but yeah. you kind of, like, you feel like you, you're in a psychosis, and, it, and it's like, but you're not, but you're aware, but you're not aware. Yeah. So it was intense, intense for, like, that three-month mm. period. I'm, like, somehow, I had to take some time off work, but, like, yeah. by the grace of God, I was somehow able to come to work and function to, like, I told work what was going on, and they were very good with me. Yeah. But I was able to maintain some sort of structure in my life Um, until that severe period finished, um, where I was, yeah, totally, totally thought I'd lost a plot. I belong in an institute, you know, Mm. Mm. um, I haven't got over it. So I still, like we're two years on, um, I still live, I still notice every day that something's not right. Yeah, Um, sure. I still haven't, I don't feel connected to reality. Yeah at all um i don't feel connected to people I yeah i don't feel emotion and stuff at the moment a lot yeah. of my memories obviously i can sit here and talk to you boys about my whole life yeah and i can remember things like i, I have a, i remember yeah. things yeah fine but i have no connection to my memories and it still every day man it feels like i'm trapped in my own head yeah um feels like my head's not attached to my body